Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Pennywise podcast. I'm your host, Terry Barr, and we are bringing this Pennywise podcast to you from Lee Enterprises. Thanks for joining us. So we're almost to the end of a year, <laughs> and it's going to be a new year. So what about a new career? Have you thought about that? We have joining us today from Forbes Advisor, we have Lisa Rowan. Lisa is a consumer finance expert. We're going to be talking about uh, what to expect in the new year if you are looking for a new job. And also, Lisa, we need to dive into this whole idea of the great resignation. We've heard so much about this. Thanks for being here. This is a huge topic, so we're going to chip away at it little by little. I appreciate that. So when you hear about the great resignation, of course, it's been high on the list of topics over the last several months. What does it really mean? The great resignation is a name for this phenomenon of people realizing during the pandemic that things weren't what they really wanted. You know, they, they wanted to change their priorities, change their lifestyle. And so as a result, we're taking these revelations and we're figuring out what to do next. And in a lot of cases, that means people are quitting their jobs. Now I want to clarify a misconception about this. So when you see the numbers, you know, we're seeing that about 4 million people in the U S are quitting their jobs every month, about 3% of the country just quits their job. That does not mean that they have stopped working altogether. We are not retiring to some island altogether, all of us who have quit our jobs. Instead, it means people are leaving their current job. And in most cases, they are taking a new opportunity, whether it's a new position at another company, whether they are changing careers and may need to do some reskilling or some training. And in some cases also, it means people are staying at home to help with family members or deal with other things you know, that have come up and become a parent during the pandemic, honestly. So it doesn't mean we're all just abandoning work forever as much as you might like to from time to time. You might imagine it and dream about it. But in most cases, people are quitting their jobs to move on to another position that pays money. Okay. So some type of career change. And obviously a career can mean taking care of others too. That is a full-time job at some points. What do you think though, this great resignation idea, um, we are moving into a new year. Is this idea going to go away anytime soon? No, it's something that seems very rooted in the pandemic, right? We're suddenly coming to these realizations that we want something different or we want something more, or we're just tired and we need a break, right? (laughs) But you have to understand that we can just all quit our jobs and change jobs one time and be done with it by 2022, right? This is going to be something that we see over the course of several years for a couple of different reasons. You know, you have different scenarios that are going to come into play. There are people who will leave jobs and it will take some time for them to come back to the workforce. Maybe they're taking a break or they're doing some training or going back to school before they move into a new industry. So there's going to be some time there, a little bit of a lag. You might also have people who quit their jobs, go to a new job, and it's maybe not quite right for them. So they have to jump to another job to find that fit, or they're working their way up a ladder. And so it's taking them a couple of steps. It's going to take some time for us all to get settled into this new reality that we have decided we're dealing with because we can't avoid it. And also that we're creating for ourselves. So it's going to be several years before we see this calming down. Will we see 4 million people quitting their jobs each month? It's probably not going to be that 
severe Mm -hmm. for a super long time, but we are going to see a lot of changes over the next few years when it comes to careers. Okay. And, you know, when we're talking about new careers in the new year, there are jobs available. That is a big thing for everybody, right? Exactly. There are millions of jobs available in the U.S. economy right now. The tricky part of that is that just because there are jobs available doesn't mean they're the right jobs for you. There might be limitations with your industry. There might be limitations with your region where you're located or your education level. So it doesn't mean you can just quit your job and walk into another one without searching at all. It's not quite that simple. But it it does indicate that the ball is in the employee's court, in the worker's court, in the job searcher's court. So if you are seeking a change, there are bound to be opportunities out there that you can explore, even if there's not an immediate solution. Okay, so that can make people wanting to make this their New Year's resolution, that can make them feel a little better about it. But you have also put together some terrific tips if you really do want to try to leave your job. What do we start with? Um, Do we start with the idea of, you know, this just isn't working, but why is it not working? Exactly. You definitely need to think about the reasons that you're not comfortable in your current job anymore. And that could really run the gamut from pay to a boss that you don't really like, or maybe the hours aren't flexible. And so it's best to look inward into that position, into your current role and see if there's something that you can fix. You know, this is the time to have a conversation with your manager about maybe adding on some responsibilities or some skills or changing your schedule or getting more flexible options. If your manager or if your company isn't willing to talk about those things or at least hear you out, maybe that's the indication you need to move on. But in a lot of cases, you might be able to become more satisfied in your current role without having to make a change. And so, you know, listen to your gut on this one. Listen to what you're thinking in terms of why you're really unhappy in your current role. If it's like one thing that nags you, maybe you can fix that. But if overall you're not feeling fulfilled or satisfied or that you can, you know, take care of your family or those kinds of things, if it's the bigger picture, then it might be time to move on. Okay. When, when do you think um, the idea of being happy You know, I think everybody now thinks I need to be happy at my job and that's an okay thing. But when do you really weigh that into if you leave a job or not? Exactly. You know, there's, there's a lot of gray space between contentment and happiness or what we think true happiness is. Right. And I think a lot of people figured out during the pandemic that a job doesn't need to be your entire life or your entire personality, so to speak. Personality. You know, if, yeah. yeah, if you're used to that hustle culture, or if you, you know, started your career, for instance, I started my career in Washington, DC, where basically the second person anyone, or uh, I'm sorry, the second question that anyone asks you when they meet you is what do you do? You're so bound to your career as your identity. A lot of people during the pandemic realized they don't want to be bound like that. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so you may not necessarily need to be fulfilled hundred percent of the time in, in a job to make it worth it for you. There may be trade-offs that are worth it, like the pay, the benefits, the flexibility. So it's really, you know, we're playing in a lot of gray area right now, but, but the bottom line is that people have figured out that it's a spectrum of happiness in your career. It's not all or nothing like it used to be. And sometimes I think when you go home, you just have to leave the work behind. I know for many people, it also means leaving one room in their house to another room in their house, but it's okay now. I think everybody's learning that you don't have to work 24 seven. 
Yes. Work-life balance doesn't mean that you, you know, work 20 hours and rest for four. It's, it's, we are figuring out that we need more of the life and the work-life balance. Okay. Another tip that you share is, um, wow, this, this is a tough one. Looking at what the trade-offs may be if you really do leave that job. Exactly. If you quit your job, if you put in your two weeks notice today, where's your next paycheck going to come from? You know, what are you giving up? What are you leaving on the table if you leave a job? And of course we think about pay first, but we have to think about a couple of other items as well. For instance, do you get health insurance from your employer? Do they have a a flexible spending account program where you're able to put money aside for your childcare pre-tax? You know, what are the benefits beyond the fulfillment that you're allegedly supposed to be getting from your job that you might be giving up. And if you're able to transition from one job to the next, there might not be a gap or you might not have to worry about those things so much. But if there might be any time that you're out of the workforce, you're going to have to account for those items or at least have sort of like a stop gap in place while you're figuring out your next step. So you sort of make a list of not only pros and cons of leaving your job, but sort of, you know, what am I going to need to account for if I leave my job? I think you and I in the past have also talked about uh, benefits and how um, in many instances, benefits were becoming better and better for people. So I guess I I love your idea of making that list and maybe just getting another job means you actually get better benefits. Yeah, that's something that we're looking at more and more when we think about compensation for a role. Yes, there's the dollar amount of the hourly pay or the salary over the course of the year. But also, you know, health insurance is really expensive. So if you can go to an employer who covers more of those costs, then that could be worth a trade-off in maybe the take-home pay. So it's, it's, there's no, you know, single right answer for everyone, but it's worth taking a look at. Okay. That's terrific. And then I think one thing you mentioned that sometimes we forget, I think we often think we are in this by ourselves, (laughs) but you talk about getting support if you need it. What do you mean by that? This is especially crucial if you live with someone else, whether it be a partner (laughs) or a family member who depends on you, as tempting as it is to just throw down your apron at work and say, I'm not coming back tomorrow. You probably just can't do that. You know, how are you going to explain that to your spouse or to your family? Um, So it's really important to get buy-in from your family. Of course, they can't be the ones to make the final decision on whether you are truly miserable or not in your current job. But if there's going to be a fluctuation in pay, how you cover expenses, any sort of healthcare or other benefits that your family relies on, whatever that family looks like, You know, those are things you're going to need to discuss beforehand. Do not pull any surprises on your family, especially at this time of year. We're just getting through the holidays and into the new year. Definitely start having conversations about what your goals are, what your ambitions are, and what it might take to get there. The the earlier you start talking about this and sort of planting that seed that a change might be coming, Mm -hmm. the easier it's going to be for everyone to adapt, including yourself. Yeah. And uh, job changes can be stressful enough without making it a surprise to somebody else. Oh my goodness. Okay. So now we're at that next step and you've decided I'm quitting. What do you need to think about now? What? It's time to talk about the money and look, just because you've decided to quit doesn't mean you're going to quit today. It may mean that you think about the first quarter of 2022 somewhere in there. It may be a 2023 plan because before you put in that notice, 
like we were talking about earlier, you need to know that you can take care of yourself and pay the bills. It takes on average, I believe it's five months for someone to find a new job. Um, those That number may have changed lately with all the turnover we're seeing right now, but it can take longer than you think to find a new position that works for you. So you're going to need to have money on hand to cover your expenses. You're going to need to have a plan for covering those items like health insurance, or even you know replacing the life insurance or disability insurance that you have through work. So, so don't just think, okay, like I'm doing this thing. You've got to sit down and make a plan with your money. And I think the easiest way to sort of back into it is not to pull up your budget right away and say, <laughs> what can I cut? Cause I'm going to have this time out of the workforce. It's, it's going to be looking at those big items first, yeah. looking at the things you're going to have to replace if you leave a job and you don't start one right away. And then accounting for your budget and saying, this is what it's going to take. Now, where can I cut and chop and slice and shave off little edges to make it work? You did not say sit on the couch and just chill for a while. You cannot sit on the couch and just chill for a while. (laughs) Now, look, I will. Okay. There's a caveat there. The caveat is you can sit on the couch and chill if that's what you really need. If that's why you're taking a break from work, you're leaving a job and you're going to wait a little bit until you start something else. That's fine. If you're burned out and you need the time, but you need a plan. You need to write on your calendar on Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm going to sit on the couch on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I'm going to volunteer at my kid's school. You know, something like that. You need a schedule. You need a plan because if you say, I'm going to take a couple months off, that could fly by. And at the end you say, what did I do? So you're thinking, you know, about how to spend your time wisely. And it doesn't matter if you're searching for a job, if you're going back to school, or if you just want to spend time with your family, it doesn't matter what it is. Just make sure you're planning for it so that you have a game plan for the next couple of months of your life. Yeah. And that kind of checks off all those things you and I have already talked about. One question I have, and this used to be both of these things actually used to be negative. So please tell me if they are still considered a negative thing or if it's an okay thing now, either job hopping or having a big space between jobs. How is that looked at in this whole new time of, you know, searching for jobs? Great news for just about everyone is that job hopping and resume gaps are no longer considered taboo because think about it. Everyone's aware that we all went through this pandemic for the past almost two years. Everyone's aware that people have had disruptions to their life, to their careers. We've had furloughs, kids home from school, all of these interruptions, right? So it is more understandable now that people are going to have these changes and they're going to have to adapt. Employers are understanding that too now as people are coming back to work or changing jobs. So while it doesn't look great, if you change jobs every other week, that's not ideal. (laughs) If you have a gap on your resume, or if you are clearly following a path to some sort of you know, greater goal with your employment, that's not looked down on anymore. Just be prepared to talk about it. You know, there's no shame in saying, Hey, it was the pandemic. I was home with my family for six months. There's no shame in that. Just, I think it helps to be upfront at this point and say, look, here's what's happening in my life. And I'm ready to get back to work. And, you know, I'm excited. I think no one's, no one's going to shame you for that. And if they do, you don't want to work for them anyway. Ha, there it is. Okay. That's excellent. So bottom line, Lisa, what should people be thinking about when we're talking about this idea of maybe starting a new career in the new year, or as you mentioned in the year after that, 2023, what should we think about? 
Yeah, definitely. You said it right there. If we're looking ahead either in 2022 or beyond about changing careers or stepping back from your current role, it's a time to be proactive, not reactive. Start thinking ahead. It might just be a matter of daydreaming and writing down some notes as things come up. You know, don't ignore your feelings. Just just start to work through them and figure out these plans because you go from a little kernel of idea, you know, one day and you can get really excited and want to make a lot of changes immediately. But if you don't plan ahead, for them, you're going to have challenges down the road. And I don't know about you, but I am tired of challenges down the road. Okay. I'm ready for a time where everything goes according to plan. So just be as proactive as you can talk about things, you know, reason through and figure out what the next best step is for you. And right now I wish I could give you a personal high five because that, (laughs) yes, that was some great (laughs) advice. Thank you, Lisa. Always terrific to talk with you. And this just gives everybody something to think about. If you really have had that in the back of your mind that, gee, I'm not super happy. I'm not feeling fulfilled. Time for a new uh, move. This is good stuff, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me and happy new year, everyone. Good luck, you know, tackling those financial goals. Yeah, no kidding. Right back at you. Lisa Rowan, she is a consumer finance expert with Forbes Advisor. And you have been listening to our new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr, your host. And yeah, again, we wish you happy holidays and all the best in the new year. Goodbye and thank you for listening.